Hello, and welcome to The Marvel Virgin, a podcast all about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Paul, and I'm a Marvel Virgin. And my name is Kaylee, and I'm a Marvel whore. For each episode, Paul is watching a Marvel movie or TV series for the very first time, and with my help, we'll be delving into the good and not-so-good aspects of the MCU, and navigating the secrets and intricacies of this big and complex universe. If you'd like to send in any questions, comments, factoids, or even if you'd like to correct anything we've said, after all, we're not perfect, then you can tweet us at the Marvel Virgin. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the show. Okay, let's talk about the final season of Runaways. Are you sure you want to do the final season and not the second season? (laughs) (laughs) For those of you um, listening at home, we were going to record this about 24 hours before (laughs) this time. (laughs) Only Kaylee happened to message me and say, are we doing season two and three together like that? That that was that's your voice, obviously. That's how I sound. Yeah, exactly (laughs) like you. Um, At which point I had to point out to her that we did do season two in January and that she had been watching season two and hadn't realized she'd seen it <laughs> again just needlessly re-watching it and going it feels so familiar and like it's treading old ground but now it all makes sense so you know yeah. I think I think this is evidence that season two was quite weak because you didn't remember watching it <laughs> I think also I'm gonna blame baby brain I don't like to do it because it feels sexist to myself but it seems to be a thing I'm believing in it now so (laughs) you're believing in baby brain you've joined that cult have you that's me I'm like I will use it to explain all of my misdemeanors and mistakes (laughs) (laughs) so yes we are doing season three Kaylee has bashed through all 10 episodes today so that we can actually finally record this episode (laughs) (laughs) and it's all bubbling around in my head like when you shake up a coke can (laughs) (laughs) and as um as uh as someone who has it fresh in her mind what did you think about it um I thought it was not it was a bit weaker than I thought it would be you know like everyone's Mm -hmm. um very expositiony of the way they talk Mm -hmm. yeah no banter I was saying this to Chris when he walked in, like like when, in the final episode, which is probably its best episode of the season, actually, um, when he's like, I'm from the future. And she's like, OK, cool. And I was like, this, really? This epilogue that where they're obviously setting up season four and then got yeah. cancelled. <laughs> but yeah, just like, I'm from the future. She's like, cool. And I was like, that's the whole conversation. Not going to do any uh, no banter, no like timey-wimey, jokey-wokey little bits and bobs. No, nothing. And then... um. Like, what else do we point out? Like the knife he's using from the future is just—it does the same thing as a knife from the present. Like, why does it need to glow? Because uh, it's <laughs> the future. Was, it's the future. It's all shiny. And um, Liz, Liz Hurley—is she acting or is she just being fabulous? <laughs> oh my god, Liz Hurley. So, in this whole Marvel journey, there have been guest stars where I've been like, oh, you know, Anthony Hopkins showed up. Oh, Anthony Hopkins, that's nice. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Glenn Close. Oh, Glenn Close. <laughs> literally literally and never did I expect to be watching the opening titles and see special guest star Elizabeth Hurley I was like yes (laughs) now we're talking and it looked like she just turned up in her own clothes because I can imagine her wearing that around the house she just is yes yes she just wore what she would regularly wear she wasn't even doled up well she was doled up but no more or less there was no character it was just Liz Hurley she's head of a coven 
and it was a bit, it reminded me of um, Bedazzled because it's a similar thing in that where she's like, I'm the devil. And I'm like, are you going to die that? No, that's it. You're just dying in. That's fine. And I I don't know what acting school she went to, but. Um, did she go to acting school? I don't know if she did, but the way she talks is so weird. I, she reminds me of Sophie Ellis Bexter. They have similar voices. Oh, did it? I've never heard her talk, actually. Well, but Ellis you Bexter. have, because have you heard her sing? Because it's just talking like murder on the dance floor. That <laughs> you better not steal the groove. It's very, um, you know. Heartbreak, creepy. make me a dancer. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just the fact that Elizabeth Hurley was in it was just absolutely mad. I feel like if I had only watched season two and chimed in, and I didn't ever talk to you before. You'd start talking about Elizabeth Hurley and I'd be like, my mind is blown because what do you mean? Why is she involved? <laughs> do do you think coming? Marvel have finally run out of actors? <laughs> they would be like, we need someone famous and British. And then they were like, yes, this seems like a good decision. Everyone and then, else. I think is Americans probably hear her speak and think, yes, that is a good British accent. And I'm, and I'm just watching her like, she's British. But that's the worst British accent I've heard in my life. That's yeah, that's what um, that's what Americans try. That's how they try to do a British accent, but do it badly. I'm telling you, Nico, you <laughs> can't win. You know, I've got two snooker balls inside my cheeks. <laughs> I just love it when she loses, and she's just sort of like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "That that you could what?" <laughs> Where's yes. your reactions? Yes, she's yeah. Um, Oh, golly. Oh, no. Get off me. <laughs> I guess I've lost. That's very disappointing. <laughs> Was she trying to do a Winston Churchill impression? I'm not sure. We'll never know. But I, you know, I didn't. It's very unfeminist to me. But all I wanted to know was, how is she doing this with her bust? It's just like, it's just there, like suspended in the air without any wiring or anything clever. I want that. Vast surgery she can afford it she's wealthy you think you don't think it's well it could have been magic she was playing a sorceress <laughs> have you what real housewives of beverly hills right they're all over 45 some are put, hitting 60 and they have bodies like 22 year olds and you mm. just think jesus christ this is and, and liz hurley blatantly has a property in beverly hills if not living there permanently so you know it's how you have to look there I feel like a lot of people would be like, it's just good genes and uh, healthy eating. And I walk every day. And I'm like, I, yeah. I, I just now and I went for a walk. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know what you said. It's kale. It's just kale. Kale and walking. And you know what? Positive vibes. Mm, yeah, see, that's the most important bit. And maybe a good night's sleep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sleep quality. That's what it is. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so that was my main thoughts. We're like, Liz Hurley. No inflections and Chase is dressed like Jack Harkness for no reason. Yes, he is. Why is he dressed like that? And also, also, can I, the future stuff, we've jumped to the final episode, but hey, here we go. Um, the future stuff, the evil Alex from the future, he, <laughs> when he gets defeated, right? And then Alex from the, I think the present, because there's like three Alexes in this the middle one. present, the middle yeah. present, yeah. The, he finds evil Alex's to-do list. So evil Alex has come into the <laughs> into the present with a to-do list in case he forgets what his evil deeds are meant to be. But what I also loved is they had to add present, middle present Alex had to go, I didn't write this. And I was like, well, duh, we did. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you're wondering who wrote it. I was like, what if, I'm sorry, if let's say evil Kaylee came from the future to here, what would her to-do list say? 
Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, it probably like kill X. Um, <laughs> invest in down. invest in this. <laughs> Buy this lottery <laughs> ticket. Yeah. Hide your favorite top so it doesn't get ruined in the wash. That sort of thing. It'd be very boring. But like, and I there's only I'd... three things on it. You can't remember three, to do three things. And they're quite big. It's like kill Nico. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I know. I, I, okay. like he's gonna like he's gonna arrive in the present and go. I was meant to do so. Oh, I, don't it? you just hate Who it when I? Don't you just hate it when you just walk in the room and forget why you walked in here? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got some sort of issue in the future that we don't know about. I also love that he, to make him look evil, they're like he wears black, um, only black, and mm. also no glasses. Yes, yes, and one glasses, of those tiny little beards. Yeah, tiny, tiny goatees equal evil. Glasses mm. equal softening because of nerdiness and intelligence. Yes. If you're evil, you have to wear like glasses without frames or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or sunglasses. Yeah. All, de- all sunglasses would work. But yeah, he was just no glasses and just all black and looking cross, mm. yeah. running a lot. I also, because Chris came out when I was watching it. So when he was running and he gets on the bus and the teacher's like, oh, why aren't you on the bus? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, you're right. I should. I guess I'll get on it. I was like, wow, you are terrible at fulfilling evil plans. If a teacher is like, you should be on this person. You're like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> I guess I'll just get on it then. The worst evil, evil future person ever, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a mind-boggling episode. But you know what? I quite liked it. <laughs> I think that finale episode was the best of the season. I was, it's so like, oh, this is happening now. Love it. Okay, let's go with it. And just everything, like they completely have broken all the rules of time travel and undone everything. You know, I don't it, think it made it made no real sense at, at all. Like I, at one point I was like, I, I, when there eventually was three Alexes, I was like, you know what? I don't know. I'm just I'm in the last half an hour of this entire series. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It got cancelled. So let's just go with it and see what happens. I loved it when Future Chase met past Gert and was like, <gasps> oh I'm in love with you basically and then she is being bullied and he's like don't bully her she has anxiety and it's like can they bully her if she doesn't like that that feels like a mistake like she's got mental health Uh, yeah I I felt a bit like that yeah it's like well what you want them to bully someone else and give them mental health issues I feel like just don't bully that's a better better answer to everyone's problems it's true I did like that scene though because you kind of understood Gert's, Gert's reaction, like you, you got it from her from her point of view. This guy is just a completely different personality all of a sudden. So she's like, what? What are you doing? But they should have done something like in the very first episode of season one when they first met, had like them nod to the fact that this was going to happen. So like her mm. be like, why were you so weird earlier? How did Pirates of Penzance go? I don't know, like something like that. They could have done. I don't. I don't think when they write stuff for very young people, they don't think that far ahead. They sort of think about five episodes ahead, and they they always in the last two seasons they seem to stop the main storyline halfway through and start the next one. Um, and they might drip feed some stuff like uh, like in this one in the first half. It's more about concluding the whole thing with Jonah and his family. But you've got like Nico meeting Liz Hurley in a field of corn, which apparently is where witches hang out. And, yeah. and then that doesn't come into proper play until the Jonah stuff is finished. Then Liz Hurley's like, right, my turn now. And It was she- weird, the first episode, because it was like, what, Morgan, what, what's the deal? Where, why are you here? And then it was it was all the body swapping, and then it was possession, which are almost the same thing. But it yeah. felt like yeah. we had 
jumped from one villain to another and both had very similar MOs. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And a, a similar kind of thing happened in the in season two, I remember, in that there was a like a divide between the first half and the second half. Mm. Um I can't quite remember exactly what happened, but it was something they they concluded the idea of the spaceship being under the ground and then moved on to something else. But it was it was always a slightly awkward segue. Like it was mm. very suddenly, oh, this is finished. Oh, now this is happening now. Okay. Um, but I think when you're 17 or 18, which is what the show is kind of aimed at, you don't really worry too much about those those plot holes, those awkward, awkward, like, or I say awkward plot developments, like a door suddenly slamming and you're like, okay, we're not dealing with this anymore. Yeah, it's very true. I just kind of wish it had a bit more like Buffy energy, like, you know, the banter of Buffy. Mm. But when they were like, oh, I'm from the future, there would have been a hilarious joke about that. Like, I don't know. it's very very earnest I think is the word I'm going to use for it they needed to be a bit more self-known because it is it's quite a campy season I say quite campy it's really fucking campy actually it's got this hernia as a villainess it's got this whole stuff about like phone um a phone network taking people over and all like black purple smoke and and witches who are basically supermodels um, it all felt very kind of like um, those kind of 90s witchy things. Like like you say, Buffy, Charmed. Uh, I never watched rough. Charmed, but I figured this is what Charmed was like. But yeah. they needed to be a bit more self-knowing and make a few jokes about how campy it actually is. And then mm. you're kind of in on the joke. Whereas, yeah, you, I think it was taking itself a bit seriously sometimes. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Like with Marvel, you're used to it being able to have fun with itself and not be too like DC. But mm. I feel like it went a bit DC. I'm saying it. That's controversial. And I, I, you know, the only good DC is the Batman with Michael Keaton to me. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit too earnest for me. Let's go through some plot and see if we still agree with those first opinions by the end yeah. of it. Imagine if I change my mind, like it's the best TV series I've ever seen. You might, you never know. People are you just don't know. Yes, it's true. All right. Right. Runaway season three. So Jonah is still a character in it. <laughs> and he has he's got his alien family. They've taken possession of so he's taken now possession of Victor, who is Chase's dad. Mm-hmm. Um and uh his wife has taken possession of um, Gert's mum, Stacy. Um, their daughter has taken possession of Nico's mum, Tina. And there's also a fourth member of the family, the son, but we don't know who they've taken possession of yet. And they do set them up as being the most evil member of the family, but we don't know which <laughs> body he's inhabiting. This I quite liked. I liked this whole trying to work out who's who's got the guy. Because I figured it's it's someone, it's it's going to be a surprise because I think this, it sounds like this person's so evil that they will pretend and hide and pretend to be that person for a bit and like infiltrate them. It reminded me of um, Betrayal, A House on the Hill, like a mm. traitor's tome. So Very much so. Who is the traitor? Go around the house, kill everyone, see what you can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A great board game, guys. Um, yeah. Highly recommend where one of the players turns out to be a traitor and you don't know who, even you don't know who it is and it could be you. Yes, there's like 50 different scenarios as well. Or like a murder mystery night where you just you arrive dressed as your mm. character and then you're given a piece of paper and if you have the X on, you're the murderer. And yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's like, actually. Which is fun. Fun it days. Is, 
It is fun. I think this was another thing I found tricky was that because there's that, there's quite a lot of main main characters. You've got the whole of the runaways and the whole of the parents. And they all refer to each other by their first name. Include the kids even sometimes often refer to their parents by their first names because they're estranged. Mm. And sometimes had to be like, wait, which one's Tina? Which one's Stacy? Hang on. Um, and they, although they were different characters, the names were so <laughs> generic, I guess, that sometimes there's a bit of a crossover. Like it, it took me reading through a synopsis of this to remember what Carolina's mum's name was. You know, I was like, she's the ginger pregnant one. I don't know what her name is. <laughs> I don't remember anyone's names either. But I, 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 I was saying this to, like, Chris always is terrible with TV shows. Like, when we watch Game of Thrones, he'd be like, oh, Evil Queen, Blonde Queen, um, Jon Snow, who knows nothing, mm. Red Hair Lady. And I felt like that's what I'm like in this series. Just no one mm-hmm. has a name to me. I'm like, Alex is dead. <laughs> that's the thing. I, I like, yeah, Game of Thrones, I can follow the characters. Um, but this... I struggled with I think because it's quite like it's a bit frenetic sometimes and it jumps around and yeah and and they're not the deepest of characters so maybe that's a little bit why all a bit um they're all quite archetypes aren't they yeah there's yeah one level I suppose and I think it was easier in the first series because you had that very distinct divide between parents and kids whereas now they mix up in different kinds of groups like um uh you've got so they've got uh there's a family have chase carolina and janet imprisoned mm. there you've got a combination of kids and parents and i'm like wait janet is the parent of which of chase that's it and then i'm <laughs> just trying to link them up in in improperly to work out like what the little, kind of dynamic is meant to be here yeah. need a little family tree laid out that's what I, I needed really be bothered to do it no, I know. The Game of Thrones <laughs> has an appendix at the end of each book that lasts about 100 pages, and that's very helpful. And yet still, I remember who everyone is around it. Yeah, so the family have put Chase, Carolina and Janet into stasis, and they're in like these weird holographic worlds where mm. they repeat a sort of ideal existence. Like Carolina's marrying Nico, Janet is being made creps <laughs> repeatedly, <laughs> but Janet works it out. She works out that they're, they're stuck inside because she sees the repetitive nature of it. And she's very clever. Mm. So um, she works out a way to escape. She allows Chase and Carolina to get out, but she stays behind and becomes part of the algorithm and becomes a computer. She's computer Janet. But like Knight Rider, I thought. That's true. Oh, and she's also called Janet. It's very a good place. Oh, yeah. No, it's very a good place, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Leslie... The mother of Carolina is, let's think about that one again, is also pregnant and her baby is half alien and she has a glowing fetus inside her. <laughs> Every mother likes to believe that their baby glows. <laughs> if you're, when you were pregnant, if, you're, if you're, your uterus was glowing in that way, like what would have gone through your mind there? Would you would have been like gifted baby or get this thing out of me? Probably the second, because I found it weird enough when they told me that the baby had like a spine. I remember being like, but now there's two spines inside of me. <laughs> oh my God, there's two, there were two spines inside of you. That's weird. Yeah. It's, thank you. It is weird. It's creepy. I kept saying it's creepy. I guess it's cute, but it's mainly creepy. So I feel like the glowing thing would blow my mind. To a I've never level. thought of it like that, that there are like bones inside your bones. Yeah. Friends that aren't mine, organs that aren't mine, is all very weird, isn't it? That's crazy. 
pregnancy is gross it is to add the glowing and you're like well i mean it's weird enough as it is just like cream on top with a pudding that one (laughs) 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 freezing freezing i know (laughs) cherry on top of the cake i believe is the correct terminology (laughs) um we also have zavin who's an alien um, she is working against the family with the runaways and she is betrothed to Carolina, apparently. She I like. She was she brought some co- they got some comedy out of her with the banter between her and Molly. And mm. that was they it was more of that that we really wanted, I suppose. Yeah. A bit more it? fun. Yeah. More, yeah, yeah. I thought well, it's a bit was... more energy because they just seem a bit flat sometimes, these kids. Exactly. And that it was just very amusing with Zavin being completely clueless about human emotions. Um, but also she was she was very clever in how they escape and stuff. She can disguise herself as different people. Um, and then therefore that um, would throw the family off the scent sometimes. It's a shame that they they sort of wrote her out um, mm. after a few episodes. I thought she would she brought the 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 silliness into it. But she was a plot device, I guess. She was very much a plot device, yes. Um, so Catherine, Alex's mum, goes to prison for Darius's death, who was, she killed him in the previous season. She's then killed there by inmates because she's a, like a lawyer who put them there. Didn't think and, that through, did she? <laughs> no, not really, no. Well, <laughs> this is the same set of parents who was sacrificing people in the first mm. season. So they didn't think a lot of things through, really. Um, and just as Alex discovers this we also discover that he is the fourth family member he's the super super evil one gasp shock horror can't believe it did you predict it I kind of predicted it yeah I I really yeah Mm. (laughs) yes yeah it just seemed like the most obvious right shock it was like they had to give someone shocking and that felt like it would be the most shocking so it would have been more shocking if they gave someone less shocking they put yeah if it turned out to be old lace oh that would have been a twist no one would have seen that coming (laughs) i thought that would have been quite fun yeah Um, uh but yeah it turned out to be him i thought potentially nico's dad because he wasn't really in it like he was hiding away but then i thought but he's not the most interesting character and that wouldn't be very satisfying it would have to be they were putting so much of it being on being nico i was like well it's not nico is it it's not because no. you're, you're making everyone suspect her. Um, but yeah, it's him. He is super evil. He kills people for the fun of it. That's not nice. No, it's not. Very, very mean. He also kidnaps Leslie because he wants her glowing baby. Mm. Um, the runaways manage to chase evil Alex away while Leslie gives birth to a girl. And Zavin takes the baby and decides to protect her up in space. And Leslie is weirdly okay with this. Quite, well, yeah, you're just like, later, it's kid, I guess. <laughs> She's like, yes, that is the best decision. Please take my child away from me and I'll never see it again. No maternal bond from me. <laughs> and then Nico uses her magic staff to magic the alien family away. And, but in the process, the family, this was a weird episode where they went into like this nightmare place. Um, and the fa- the hosts of it, so like not the aliens, but the real people that they take a position of, were all stuck in this nightmare realm. Um, and they had to go in to get them back. But they leave Alex stuck there because he's in super, super nightmare realm or something. 
I didn't really get it. I was like, why are they in there? You don't know. It felt <laughs> I, like almost a whistle stop tour of all of the things that have happened in Marvel so far to me this season. Mm. You've got like the time travel, the different realms. Um, Mm. don't know dream sequences prison i don't know that's not fair prisons but you loose but you know what i mean it felt <laughs> felt like prison in there yeah prison we've done that i've seen it happen in daredevil we don't need that in there yeah and i just didn't get the whole mechanics of it like they took possession of a host body so when they leave it that host is in a fantasy nightmare out that 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 wasn't okay like you can do anything in sci-fi and fantasy but like explain it maybe like well, just make something it, yeah. up let's give us some rules we want rules i like rules very it's a monitor. very video gamey trope to be fair i've played, played a few video games where you end up in a nightmare realm and you'll have to confront your worst nightmares and Oh, right. It's very um, penultimate level, I suppose. Or it climax, is, yeah. It always yeah. is like the penultimate level, actually. When you get out, you're like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, no. Big boss battle. During all of this, Nico has been having visions of a woman called Morgan Le Fay, who is witchy and evil because she's an evil witch. <laughs> um, Morgan Le Fay is such a good witchy name as well. It is because the real Morgan Le Fay was literally a villain in the legend. Yeah. So, <laughs> Morgan Le Fay. She has entered the real world and she has become CEO of Tina's company, Wizard, and is also dating Nico's dad. I love that the company's called Wizard. <laughs> Wizard, yeah. It sounds very famous five. Oh, it Wizard. It does sound very famous five. It's yeah. such, yeah, she's again, it's very bedazzled her character. I know I've said it already, but it just felt mm. like the same sort of, you know, have you seen it with, with Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just keeps popping up in the real world in different guises. And that's kind of what it felt like in this. It's very that, I think. Um, she just sort of pops up, stands there, says a line, is a foxy sex kitten kind of person. And then she's not there. <laughs> Do you think when Elizabeth Hurley's like at home, she just sits there like, I am fine. Like she just goes really flat because she just has used so much sexual energy in all of her phrasing throughout the day at work. She just, she never she's actually a she's actually a virgin because she just does it puts it all into her work and then goes home and goes, I must I must knit something now. I must play I chess. Just, just stare. Do not put inflection in voice because even in fact she's just like hi it's like constantly her head's moving around her voice is moving around it's well nico it seems you found out my evil plan and yeah press, and her shoulders like, press all across the screen yeah yeah everything's moving around she's like a lava lamp <laughs> and it is it is kind of disappointing like we talked about the way she's dressed and i just thought this is like evil witch this is the main villain of the season and you just put her in a pretty cocktail dress and heels and yeah. i just thought like she should be wearing like something really fabulous she's a witch yeah she's it's a witch witches wear fabulous things they do something maleficenty or i don't yeah. know just dramatic like, something that could pass for regular but it's just elevated a little bit you know mm. yeah they should watch the chilling adventures of sabrina yeah, 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 yeah. Something along those lines, I think. Definitely. But yeah, it was just a bit, um, yeah, just mundane, the way she was dressed. And then she's being all sort of sexy fox, foxy thing. And yeah. Um, but anyway, she's... I love, I love her. But I just think, you know, 
I I love her too. He's always love, the same. <laughs> I love that she's in Marvel. I love I love it. Like I, I we're talking about her like we hate her. I absolutely do not. <laughs> I adore her. I would die for Elizabeth Hurley. I just found it baffling that she was there. <laughs> she's a national treasure. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> um, they lucked out when they got her. <laughs> um. So she yeah she's dating Nico's dad who seems to be sort of like possessed by her or something. Um. And they've released a new mobile phone called Corvus. But Corvus turns people violent and angry very easily, which, of course, mobile phones don't do that. No, not <laughs> even a little bit. Have you read Cell by Stephen King? No. Oh, yeah, that's that's the whole plot of that book. Like the first page, it's just chaos. Like people just go feral. It's like 28 days later, you're sitting there and then he notices like an old woman like ripping a baby's head off and stuff. And it's because their phone's... So anyone who didn't have their phone with them that day was fine, but everyone else went mental. See that that's scary. That's freaky. That's freaky, freaky, freaky. But um, in in this in Runaways, they had the bit where Gert had the phone for a bit, and then someone knocked it out of her hand. She's like, "Hey, why are you doing that?" She got all aggressive, and I was like, "Well, yeah, that happens in real life. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. if you, if someone gets their iPhone broken by someone else, they will be pissed at you." Oh yeah, that's their entire life just smashed. You will pay for this phone. You will pay for it. Literally, like it's it's almost a crime. I'm so weak. I think I would just be like, um, excuse me, you've broken my phone. But in my head, I would be very angry. (laughs) Yeah, I I have no one's numbers. I have no contact with the outside world. I don't know when my train is coming. I yeah. You don't like we lost someone the other day. We went for a walk and we lost someone, and they had to go to the reception desk to phone us but they didn't have our phone numbers they had to mm. google like one of us has a self like one of my personal with has a business so they googled their business and then they got the mobile from there but no one just remembers numbers anymore no yeah. You're lost. why would you like no, I need to. so yeah I, I thought Gert's reaction was actually completely justified no you know it also this storyline I don't know if you read the books you probably did they felt a bit demon headmaster did it feel very yeah. demon headmaster yeah, it did actually. I swear so, there was one where there was like, because that was written like the late 90s when computers were first a thing. It was like, oh, computers, they're taking over our minds. Oh no, what shall we do? And there was like a computer one where it was taking over people somehow. I swear there was one about that, a story about that. I remember that too. I used to love the Demon Headmaster. What brilliant books. What yeah, brilliant books. Yeah, as well, so much. Loved it. I loved that he always dressed like he was some kind of Victorian boarding school master and every and I'm like what were parents evenings like at these schools <laughs> he would just do the green eyes at them and they would just remember it being normal he just hypnotized them yeah I guess yeah. so because then they'd be like yeah it's completely normal that he's dressed like Mr Chips <laughs> yes <laughs> um Nico leads a rescue mission to save Alex from the dark nightmare place assisted by cloak and dagger Little teenager MCU, I guess, isn't it? I think that was what they were trying to go for. I think I I prefer Cloak and Dagger to The Runaways, you know? Do you? I really don't. I prefer Runaways. Like less people for me to remember. Yes, that is true, yeah. (laughs) I know going on there and I'm like, okay, I guess. But Cloak and Dagger had all the the endless dream sequences and musical sequences. It was also kind of ethereal and stuff. Whereas Runaways was like, yep, we're keeping going. We're running. Fine. I will say something controversial now. (gasps) Please, I prefer Agents of (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D. 
what to runaways and cloak and dagger yes do you Ugh, that's gross and i'm like yeah i understand you because you're all at least like you know functioning adults <laughs> i understand how your brains work yeah I, I see what you mean i think we're just not the target market for these shows no let's face not. facts here we are we're, we're older <laughs> we're just a whole other generation we are we are um they succeed in getting alex back but tandy bowen hints that alex is jealous of his friend's powers and abilities and they see a vision of Alex dreaming, or she sees uh, Alex dreaming of possessing all the abilities. So he has everything. He has the staff of one. He has Chase's fisticons. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I remember the name of them. Look at that. Okay. Um, he has old lace and all that stuff. And he's like, he's like, grr, evil Alex. Grr. Which is ironic considering how it ends. Meanwhile, Molly has been captured by Morgan Le Fay and her coven of witches and is being initiated into them. They want her because she's super strong and powerful. Um, the team, however, save her and they head back to their hideout. Uh, Morgan arrives at the hideout too with her sexy, sexy minions. And she wants to combine, I think I got this right. She wants to combine the dark nightmare place with Earth. Because mm. she's an evil witch. That's what they do. They do stuff like I that. find like lots of evil villains, their plan, their end goals is just so like, all right, like, I just want to destroy things. Woo! Wow. Yeah, it's like a bad kid at nursery just throwing things around for the sake of it. Oh, well, now you've ruined it for yourself and everyone. So just doing, I guess it's bad people doing bad things for the sheer enjoyment of it. Yeah. Yeah. The phone. Oh, here we go. I say, I didn't realize that this was my big question. And then when I read a synopsis of it, I was like, oh, right. I didn't understand this. The phone service Corvus converts humans to become like her, her army. Mm. apparently but i don't feel like that was really well explained i thought it was just i thought it was meant to just make them mad so they didn't really do anything about like bad people coming in from the dark nightmare place i'm sure it's a doctor who episode as well this felt very doctor who the whole thing felt very doctor isn't there a cybermen Mm. episode where they use the phones to control people yes no they have headgear it's like bluetooth they have bluetooth headsets yeah 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 i remember that and uh, yes, and it sort of stops everyone moving at yes. certain points. Yes, yes. That, that. that was done well. We understood what was going on there. This was a bit too too loosey goosey with the rules. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loosey goosey. Yes, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, very Doctor Who, like a sort of odd, bonkers, campy concepts, and you know, a motley gang coming along to save villain. the day. A pretty villain, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. And even actually, when when I know we said about Chase dressing up as Jack Harkness, he mm. even has a Doctor Whoy line because they go, "What happened there?" And he's like, "Oh, I just um, you know, you've just gone around a time uh, horseshoe. Imagine you've gone around a donut, and now we're back here." And he like says loads of stuff really fast. And I was like, "That's a very Doctor Who." Feels very David it. Tennant, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does feel very David mm. Tennant, but lacking the David Tennant, you know, magic. David Tennant magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is very. I mean, Doctor Who's quite popular in America, so I would assume that the writers of this would have watched it because you know market research and all that. You so, know, yeah, right. Because I know you don't watch Community, but mm. in Community they have a show which is clearly Doctor Who called Detective Space Time. Detective Space Time. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's clearly meant to be Doctor Who. And I was like, oh, I didn't know Americans knew about Doctor Who, but they, they clearly do. And they mock us for it, but they love it at the same time. I think to them, it must seem very um, rustic. Um, rustic is a good word, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. it's a bit more hokey with the props and stuff. And It's hokey. And the, the main, the Doctor Who is never meant to be you know, um, it, it's because it, it's not an all Amer- it's not American, so he's not going to be the all American hero. He's not going to have a chiseled jaw or anything. I mean, David Tennant's pretty good looking, but even he's not like Mister Perfect. So no, it, like a little skinny suit and Converse. Everyone's got like a little, I don't know, a little softening. Yeah, and he's and and then the character is often quite um, ruthless sometimes, or has mm. high principles but doesn't keep to them and that's been the case since the 60s so um yeah it's like a, a character who you're kind of fascinated by but don't find too trustworthy and i think that's something that american shows don't do quite in the same way like ha- the, the heroes have to be the heroes you know mm. and she morgan lefay wants nico to join her but nico obviously does not um janet the computer computer janet um, turns off the LA phone service, which stops Morgan's plan. Um, it's such a flaw in the plan, isn't it? Oh no, the phones aren't working. I, I forgot about computers. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gert, this was so funny. Gert distracts Morgan by drawing a salt circle around her, like sneakily. And she distracts her by just talking to her. And Morgan's so fucking stupid that she falls for it. Like, Gert's doing this circle around. She's like, you can't defeat me, Gert. I'm just going to follow you in a 360 round her. And, and then she does it again with Chase later. And you're like, why are you so stupid? Like- <laughs> I know, I know. It's, so she does a salt circle. This traps Morgan. So she, she can't do her magic out of the salt circle, which means Tina can then use her magic to banish Morgan away. But Gert dies in the process. She Very dies. I felt that one. I was like, oh, Gert, you don't deserve this. Little feminist I- Gert, I need you. I think they chose well with the character to kill off there because if it was Carolina, I'd be like, mm, okay. Whereas <laughs> Gert, I'm like, you are charming. You are flawed. And I think you're a stronger character than the more He's interesting. He's like a Molly Ringwald character or something, you know? Not Molly. Yeah, Molly Ringwald character. She's like the sort of the outcast kid that we all kind of root for in the teen rom-com. Very much so. And um, she starts off, we talked in in the first, about the first series about how she's very um, uh, sincere in her sort Mm. of feminist beliefs and that, and, and that sort of thing. But um, it reaches a point where even she realizes she's being so militant, she's um, upsetting people and being quite cruel sometimes. Um, And then people point out to her, well, how are you a feminist when you put women down all the time? Like, yeah for not being good enough women it's that's that's so anti-feminist so um and then she's just gradually softened and she's been the one with the mental health thing she's talked about her anxiety i talk about her like she's a real person and um she's she's opened up about her anxiety that's why we shouldn't bully her yeah we shouldn't bully yeah 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 chase (laughs) (laughs) he's so noble and true Um, but Chase is obviously devastated by this because he loves her. He and wants to kiss Old Lace is devastated too. And I Old Lace as well. That was sadder. That was sad. I was more upset for the dinosaur, to be honest. Completely. Yeah, absolutely. Old Lace needs her. They have a psychic connection. Yeah. 
But then three years go by, we get to this really weird final episode. Um, so and the group- weird. It felt like it should have aired like ages after that that one, but I don't think it did. I think it came out like just after it or something, like normal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mind an epi- a final episode where it's sort of like an epilogue because sometimes it sets up something new and also it's a, like it, it was kind of a cliffhanger that led into that. But I was a bit like, oh, suddenly we're three years later. Right, this is happening. I see. Um, and from watching um, Endgame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's title card. Time travel is now the trope that Marvel's pushing out there at the moment, I guess. So, mm. yeah. Um, Chase is trying to, it's three years have passed, the group have separated. Chase is trying to master time travel to go back and save Gert. But an evil Alex from even further into the future appears to kill the group. And he's pursued by a future Chase who's trying to stop him. Um, they chase evil Alex to before the group discovered their parents. So they go back into the past now. So there's now like three Alexes and two of all the three chases, two of all the other ones. Um, and they managed to stop him eventually. Um, and future chase then helps them travel to the fight with Morgan that, and their future chase does the salt circle and dies instead of Gert, which changes the future. It means Gert stays alive all the future ones then disappear because their timeline is eliminated. It was a bit of a mind boggler, but kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I liked the, the the sheer illogical nature of it. So I was sort of like, how does all of this work? Technically, you would have undone everything and not affected anything by the way it's all played out. But mm. whatever, we'll pretend that that's not the case. I love it when um, Morgan's like, you two, you shouldn't work. And yet you do somehow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Look at you. It's always like Liz Hurley's been watching the series. Like, I'm just chiming in with my own personal thoughts on what's going on. Do you think she improved it? She's like Robert Downey Jr. improving things. And they kept it. So. She's so full of banter. Maybe. They're like, she can barely, you know, she doesn't have time for scripts. We'll just tell her roughly what we wanted to say and she can wing it. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, everyone's alive. It's funny. It's nice ending. At the end, present day Alex finds evil future Alex's to do list. And it says, one, infiltrate Wilder Innovators, which is what Alex's future um, company is. Two, hide Mancha, which I assume is a reference to like the comic books and possibly a season four. Three, mm-hmm. kill Nico. That bum, was bum, my bum. favorite one. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. when he just says aloud, I didn't write this and then puts it down and doesn't think about it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and it says kill Nico on it. <laughs> Don't be so crazy. Pick that back up. So, Runaways, fun enough. Glad it's over. I am quite glad it's over. That's I think it was sense. setting itself up. I knew it was trying to go for a season four, but I do think it's kind of overstayed its welcome. Hmm. Mm, definitely considering like agent carter didn't get you know a third season yeah but that second season was pretty dire but the first season was good the first season was good you are correct in that yes and jessica jones like, well, i feel like all the tv is kind of being like but we know the tv is going to get good at some point with marvel mm. so like the standards that have been raised through like what's on at the moment it's very true very true. Yes, and they go. They seem to be taking a different route in that, rather than do, do rather than do um, series with multiple seasons, they do like a mini series of something, 
and then they might do a second series, but they might not have to. It's sort of a more in-depth exploration of a character within the universe, yeah. I suppose, isn't it? It's like a companion series almost. Exactly, yeah. It's sort of telling the story they couldn't fit into a film because the budget would be lower. So, which kind of makes sense. I think it makes, I think it's quite a good idea actually. And it stops people having to like watch five, seven fucking seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, you know. Yes, it's from a different time of TV that. It is, it is from a different time. Um, so as we have reached the end of Marvels, shall we try and do this ultimate Marvels runaways quiz and see if we remember what happened in the whole thing? Based on everything we've said in this, I feel like we won't. But yes, let's do it. But first, what's your five star rating? Uh, I'll give it a three. Three. Ooh, Passable entertainment. Higher. Yeah. Higher than some of the films. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm crazy in that way. You remember this? I'm giving it a two. Two. Yeah. I think that's fair to say based on your comments <laughs> as we've gone <Yes>. through. <laughs> Right, so quiz, 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 quiz. So, in the first season, what were the parents of Alex Wilder worried about when it came to their son? Was it being bullied, his superpowers, or isolation? Wasn't it isolation? I think it was isolation because of the computer games. Yeah. He used to play like... computer games with Nico's dead sister. Yeah. No, like, oh, I'd just love to get that kid out of the house. I know. <laughs> How did Nico get revenge for her sister's death? Did she steal Jonah's money? Did she kill Jonah or did she cast a spell on Jonah? She killed him, right? I thought she murdered him, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> this, is, mm, this is kind of an easy quiz, but let's go with it. Who was Carolina in a same-sex relationship with? <laughs> oh, I just don't know. Please read out all the options. <laughs> Gert Yorks, Molly Hernandez, or Nico Minoru? Hmm. I think it was Nico. Nico. The it was the surprise lesbians of season one, wasn't it? I remember how excited you were by the surprise lesbians of season it one. It came from nowhere. There it was really not, There was literally not. That was not drip fed. Drip fed. Drip fed at all. No. Um, what is Gert Yorks mocked for in season one? Being a feminist campaigner, her connections to the runaways, or her superpowers? Feminist campaigner. Feminist campaigner, I assume. I feel, I like, feel like almost do... it's too easy and it makes me feel really unsure giving the answers. Yeah, maybe this is all a trick. Let's see. What, what dark part affects the character of Chase Stein? His personality problems, being too smart for some people, or child abuse at the hand of his father? <laughs> Even if we hadn't watched it, we could make a pretty good guess at that one. That broke me. <laughs> Child abuse. At the hand of his father, specifically. At the hand of his father. <laughs> um, who are the creators of the original comic book? So was it Stanley and Jack Kirby, J. Michael Strachowski and Joe Casada, or Brian K. Vaughan and Adrian Alfona? Hmm. Well, that's trickier. Um, they know, throw in. They can't just be like, here's this load of easy questions. Now, here's a really tricky one. Right. I would have said. I'm guessing it's not Stanley and Jack Kirby. The last one. I I think, yeah. Do you? I'm going for it. I have no idea. Where is the show primarily set? San Diego, Los Angeles, or San Francisco? 
It jumped, didn't it, from the second season? Or do we go for first? No, it's all in Los Angeles. I love the beginning title sequence. It's so Baywatch, isn't it? It's so Baywatch. I felt like a Lana Del Rey music video. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I got that summertime. Summertime sadness. Yeah. Yeah. That would be their vibe, actually. Video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, who are the main antagonist group in the first season? Hydra, Acme, or Pride? Acme. It's Pride. I remember we were like, oh, the irony of it being Pride. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah unfortunate name how does jonah the series main antagonist travel and spread through alien goo through teleporters or through alien technology <laughs> that third one's too generic that's just technology made by aliens technology made by aliens let's go with that um who kills the mother of alex in the third season the runaways themselves, old lace, or prisoners hired by Lamar. That's the prisoners. Isn't it prisoners hired by Lamar? <laughs> but again, too specific. I feel like they're a bit silly with their questions. They are, yeah. They have, yeah. It's always a game like, oh, um, what did Marie Antoinette say? Was it bonjour or was it let the, or was it let the meat cake? <laughs> let the meat cake or let them eat Nutrigrain bars. Which one was it? <laughs> Um, out of the main characters, which one is an orphan? Gert, Nico, or Molly? It's Molly, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I suddenly doubted Ni- myself. Not, like, yeah, I know. Molly. It's not Nico. And I, I feel like we saw, mm. I couldn't remember seeing Gert's parents, but I'm sure they are there. And I... so what were Chase, his mum, and Carolina trapped inside during season three? The algorithm, the matrix, or the animus? I think it was the, the algorithm. Algorithm. Mm. When does Stan Lee make his trademark cameo? Oh, this is your question. I know, but I can't really remember. As, <laughs> as a wise old sage, a limousine driver, or the iconic The Watcher? Wasn't it The Watcher? Because I remember it tied into the fan theory. Did it? Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. Uh, what is the connection between Runaways and Doctor Strange? The Cloak of Levitation, the Staff of One, the Infinity Gauntlet, or the Lament Configuration. It's the Staff of you One. Know. I remember this. You know. <laughs> I was like, you, you don't me. need me for this. You know it. You told me this, yes. Which other Marvel baddie did actor Julian McMahon compare his role of Jonah to? Thanos, Doctor Doom, Venom, or Loki? Ooh. Surely this... Thanos, right? I'm going to go with Thanos, yeah. It can't be Loki, because he's too cheeky. Exactly, yeah. Doctor Doom isn't right. Mm. When Lyrica Okano auditioned to play Nico, what was the initial name she was auditioning for? This is getting trickier now. It's getting more like your quiz. I Ellen, know. Julia, Teresa, or Nancy? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm inclined to say Nancy because it's the same. It begins first with letter. N. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you see, it's an alternative name for the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, go with that. Oh, this is a one about the comic books. Um, how many issues in did the character's parents die? 16, 18, 21, or 24? Oh. Let's go 18. It's, 18. it's from like, what is Alex's last name to being like on page 74 of comic book issue 147? Uh. What is it? It's like, no, you have to keep it consistent. <laughs> How many teenagers are killed by the main antagonist group as a result of sacrifice? Ah, how many teenagers? I think it was 17. 
I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Which British actress plays Morgan Le Fay? Talked oh, about her enough. We have <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley. Not Karen Gillan. <laughs> um, I think this is the last one. What happens in the climactic scene of the final series? They lose their powers. Pride is destroyed. Alex finds a note mentioning Mancho killing Nico and pockets it before joining his friends. It shows <laughs> retcons by spell that Nico casts. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with the crazy specific one. Go with that one, yeah. The note. Oh, we scored 75%. Where did we go wrong? Where did we go wrong? So we got a quarter of the wrong. So we got four wrong. No, five wrong. Well, it might have been like the issue number and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, probably. Who wrote oh, the it the, the creators of the original comics were J. Michael Strakowski and Joe Quesada. Um, oh, Jonah spreads through alien goo, not alien technology. When did that oh, happen? I thought, I thought you were joking when you said alien technology was too too vague. I thought that meant... Oh, no, I thought, I thought they just made up the other two and were like, alien technology is like... Oh, no, I thought you... Okay, no, that was my bad. Sorry, I should have said okay. alien goo. <laughs> um... Out of the main characters, which one is an orphan? Apparently that was Nico. No, that's wrong. Molly's an orphan. It's literally her parents who are dead. Nico's mum is is Tina. It's Tina. Tina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, screw that. That that was totally wrong. Um, Well, I don't believe anything. I think we were right all the way through. Also, there were spelling mistakes in this quiz. So, you know. It was written by someone who was drunk. Oh, Stanley was a limousine driver. I think he was the watcher in something else. I remember he was the watcher. When? Yeah, the swings about, but I don't think it was that. He was, he's a limousine driver in it. Sadly, we don't have the question of Stanley anymore. Julian McMahon compared his role to Doctor Doom, not Thanos. Very specific question about a very specific interview. Oh, we got the, the number of issues that the character's parents die in. We got that right. <laughs> I don't feel like I can even be proud of that because it was a rogue stab in the dark. It was a rogue stab in the dark. So yeah, we got 75% on that. Not bad for a show that we were quite indifferent to by the end of it. Yeah, I think that's fair. There's a good little a good little refresher. Maybe we should do these more often. Trivia quizzes, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. that's what I normally do for us. But for the TV that's show. True. Yeah, so that, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. For the TV shows, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we'd be absolutely screwed, wouldn't we? Yeah. Or, well, if they're as easy as that one, we'd get a decent mark. Right. Oh, what's Fitz? Who does Fitz love? Right. What is yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> is it Coulson? <laughs> is it Simmons? Or is it... How many seasons are there? So many. Freaking <laughs> loads. Oh, and speaking of... Speaking of... Agents of Shield is our next one. <laughs> Yay! Aren't we combining? We are combining. We're combining. We're going to combine season six and seven together into one episode just to get it done, basically. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. And, and also because we're now one. hitting, we're now hitting COVID times. So they released Agents of Shield season six, then suddenly couldn't release anything. So the next thing they released was Agents of Shield season seven. So basically, they were like one after the other anyway. Oh my god, that's right. It's so weird that COVID happened. I keep we've reached co- we're reaching COVID in our timeline. How crazy is that? We started in COVID and now we're at COVID in in this. Yeah, that is weird. Oh my god. Oh my god. Time is deflating. Cannot do it. Cannot compute. This is when we started our podcast. Now <laughs> in the next episode. We've gone full circle. 
we we're, have we're two years younger Ooh. Um, love that yes love that for us yeah we deserve it <laughs> anyway on to agents of shield but um You've been listening to an episode of The Marvel Virgin. If you'd like to join in the conversation, you can tweet us at The Marvel Virgin. We hope you enjoyed the show and that you'll tune in to the next fact-filled episode.